This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. The Other Side of Midnight. 77 Local Spotlight. Tomorrow, everybody, this is The Other Side of Midnight on 77 WABC. I'm superstar Frank Morano doing this show in English. Well, now the technology exists to transfer everything that I'm saying into other languages, which will sound like I'm speaking them. So in theory, we could do a rebroadcast of this show using AI technology on a Chinese radio station, on a Spanish language radio station. Come to think of it, that might not be the worst idea. Maybe we should look into that. Someone that is making use of this technology is Mayor Eric Adams. He has started using artificial intelligence to turn himself into a polyglot. He is sending out robocalls with his voice to New Yorkers in a slew of languages that he doesn't speak and spooking out ethics and privacy advocates. The mayor mentioned his multilingual calls at a press conference yesterday, announcing the new My City Chatbot, which uses AI to connect small business owners with city resources. Seems like a great program, a great resource for small business owners. When pressed on any ethics concerns about his voice seeming to speak many languages, the mayor stressed the importance of reaching all New Yorkers who have historically been locked out. But Albert Fox Kahn, the executive director of the Surveillance Technology Oversight Project, somebody that I generally agree with, he finds the idea of of a vocal charade unsettling. He said this is deeply unethical, especially on the taxpayer's dime. Using AI to convince New Yorkers that he speaks languages that he doesn't is deeply Orwellian. Yes, we need announcements in all of New Yorkers' native languages, but the deep fakes are just a creepy vanity project. Here's a little bit of Mayor Adams speaking Spanish. Soy el alcalde Eric Adams. Queremos invitarlo a venir a trabajar con la ciudad de Nueva York y ayudar a hacer que esta gran ciudad sea aún mejor. Estamos felices de llevar nuestra próxima sesión informativa de empleo a su comunidad, en la cual... I have to be honest, I don't have a problem with this. I think this is just fine. I see what Mr. Khan is saying, and maybe there does need to be a disclaimer or something, but I don't see anything wrong with reaching out to New Yorkers in the language that they speak. Beam me up! To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. 77 Local Spotlight. Everyone, this is the other side of midnight on 77 WABC. I'm superstar Frank Morano. Well, Pennsylvania Democratic Senator John Fetterman has been leading the charge to have his Democratic colleague from New Jersey, Bob Menendez, expelled. And I don't think it has anything to do with the fact that Bob Menendez might be the only person in the U.S. Senate that dresses better than Fetterman does. Here in New York, we're seeing several members of the New York Republican delegation move to have George Santos expelled from the House. And I see these stories, and I am just compelled to remind all these elected officials, excuse me, 
these guys have been convicted of nothing. These men are just as entitled to the presumption of innocence as everybody else is. And yet these people are seriously proposing expelling them because they're accused of unsavory crimes and they don't want it to make their party look bad. The Republicans in the House, the Democrats in the Senate. Well, tough, tough. They're just as entitled to the presumption of innocence as everyone else. And I got into it a little bit on Twitter, friendly, friendly back and forth with Brian Rosenwald, who said, well, you know, if these crimes are true, I'm not sure I want corrupt people voting on key legislation. I get what he's saying. And that's why I really do think we need recall. Now, New Jersey does have recall for its elected officials, but they can't use that for federal elected officials like members of Congress and the U.S. Senate. I would love to see this Santos and Menendez issue lead to a bipartisan national movement to institute recall for members of the House and Senate. It would probably require a constitutional amendment, but this just might be the time in our history where people are so fed up with corruption in politics and they're so fed up with the people that are running things in Washington where maybe you could institute recall. But until that happens, these politicians should stop pandering and let the voters' choice be respected. Let the jury's choice be respected. Beam me up! To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. 77 Local Spotlight. Well, the Republicans still can't seem to get their act together when it comes to who to vote for for Speaker of the House. And I think Brian Kilmeade summed up the attitude of a lot of right-leaning commentators when he was caught on a hot mic analyzing the vote of someone that didn't vote for Jim Jordan. Babin. Jim Jordan. Jordan. Bacon. McCarthy. McCarthy. Dumbass. But Jim Jordan didn't get enough votes to win. He has about 20 Republicans that are defecting and voting for other people. He did get a big chunk of votes, as did the Democratic leader, Hakeem Jeffries. But here was a surprise person that received several votes. Lee Zeldin of the state of New York has received three. That's right. Congressman Lee Zeldin may be gone from Congress, but he's certainly not forgotten, at least not by the New York Republican delegation. Despite the fact that he's no longer a representative, Zeldin managed to snag three votes for speaker thanks to a trio of fellow Long Island Republicans. Congressman Anthony D'Esposito, Andrew Garbarino, and Nick LaLota all voted for the former Republican gubernatorial candidate, chipping away at the votes that uh, conservative Republican from Ohio, Jim Jordan, needed to become speaker two weeks after Kevin McCarthy's historic removal from the speakership. Jordan, who was nominated by House Republicans last week, ultimately failed to secure enough votes, meaning another vote will need to be held. D'Esposito, Garbarino, and Lalota's votes come amidst a concentrated push from Democratic leader Hakeem Jeffries to attack vulnerable Republicans ahead of next year's election. 
Now, Jordan's conservative politics, like his co-founding of the House Freedom Caucus and his lead role in opposing the 2020 election results, would be unlikely to play well in New York State swing districts like the ones represented by these three members of Congress. Zeldin, on the other hand, managed to give Governor Kathy Hochul a run for her money in deep blue New York last year. D'Esposito and LaLota are among the six New York Republicans targeted by Democrats for representing districts Biden carried in 2020. Who knows? Could this Zeldin juggernaut have something to it? Could we actually see Zeldin emerge as a compromise candidate? I'm not holding my breath. I don't think it's going to happen, but it is fun to think about. Beam me up! To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. 77 Local Spotlight. I don't really like telling private businesses what they can and can't sell. However, I do think you have to draw the line when it comes to products that are a hazard, products that are a danger, products that have the potential to hurt others. And I am forced to agree with New York City's fire commissioner, Laura Kavanaugh, who wants online retail giant Amazon to only sell lithium-ion batteries that meet legal safety standards to their New York customers. Why? How often have we done stories about these e-bike batteries that are essentially bootleg e-bike batteries that are the cause of a major fire in which people either get hurt or they die or if nothing that bad they at least cause a great deal of property damage well in a letter written to amazon general counsel david zapolsky kavanaugh reminded the company of the new city law which bans sales of e-bike and scooter batteries not certified by underwriters laboratory or other testing labs that law went into effect last month She wrote, as the most ubiquitous online retailer in the country, Amazon is in a position to save lives by reducing the number of prohibited devices on the streets of New York. We are aware that batteries that do not meet UL standard 2272 are available for sale on Amazon. These batteries are directly contributing to an increase in fire incidents and endangering the lives of New Yorkers. As of last Monday, Lithium-ion batteries have sparked 208 fires in this city that led to 14 deaths and 116 injuries. The FDNY fought 216 battery fires in all last year. That is double the amount that it fought in the previous year. This needs to end. You should not be able to go online to an online retailer like Amazon, and I would say other places as well, but Amazon is so unique because it's such a behemoth, and buy one of these bootleg batteries. No. If you're going to sell these batteries, they ought to adhere to the proper safety standards. Beam me up! To be continued.